I do have an announcement, and that is I finally am ready to announce who December's giveaway sponsor is. Yes. And it's funny because when this comes out, it will actually be in January, but we still have time left this month and people could still sign up, which somebody did sign up on Patreon, which we'll talk about in a minute. But it is from our great friends over at Bits Bits Company. Nice. And I don't know if they're in the spirit of, you know, Christmas. Uh, It's funny. I literally just got a message on Instagram from Paul over at Bits Bits. I don't know if they're just uh, in the spirit of giving, but they're giving three, not one, not two, but three $100 gift cards to BitsBits.com. Wow. That's a lot of bits and bits. That's a ton of bits and bits. That's bits and bits. That's, yeah. that's bits, like, bits and bits. That's like they can bits buy their, six. They can buy their new bits that they have. They're create. They they have like a whole new line of of uh, router bits. Hey, nice. uh, quick one though, is that three separate winners? Three separate winners. Yes. Wow. And I, still, well, I got a good chance now of winning. Yeah, you do. And to win, everyone that you may or may not know, I'm sure you you do, but. Uh, in order to win, you have to be a patron, and we have a wonderful, mm. large patron community. It's fantastic, but patrons are the ones that get uh, the giveaways because we appreciate hey. them. Hey, Ronnie, what are we up to now this year with that extra three hundred for December? Um, that three hundred puts us at two point three million, three point yeah. three five million. I think. Let me look at my yeah, three point three five. I'll round, round yeah. up that we've yeah. given away to patrons this year. Absolutely. It went, from, it went from two to three. And at least 1.1 million of that was bits, it goes bits up actually. Quick. It goes up quick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, they wow. spend, I've heard they spend up to 25,000 per bit on the astro coding stuff they put on there. Wow. They, that That's makes it amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's like $25,000 a bit. You know, speaking of bits, I recently bought a new round of bits and you know how you have a router and you're like, this is what my router does. What's really cool about router is if you buy a different bit, a different type of bit, all of a sudden your router's like an entirely new tool. Oh yeah. Something it's never done before. That is the coolest thing about router bits. Yeah. You know what else is cool about router bits? Free router bits. No, we have a new patron. Oh, okay. oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey, 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 new patron remember? and free router bits are the same thing. Yes. Hey, you remember yeah. the, well, this new patron has their, their chance yeah. to win said gift cards to our wonderful friends a, at BitsBits. I always forget, is it a Patreon or a patron? You remember when I, I didn't know the difference? Yeah. I switch back and forth because I've never really decided which one's the right one. So I say it back and forth. Patreon has patrons. That's, gotcha. that's why I that's why I struggle. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um. Oh, well, hold on. First, listen. First, Patron. Ronnie, we have we have missed something very important for like the last two episodes. We're going to talk about it tonight. But I would like to welcome our newest patron who paid for a full year. Wow. Top tier. Ooh. What's the top Mr. tier Michael now? Altering Altringer. Hi, Michael. Altringer. Altringer. How are you doing, Michael? Welcome. Thank you. Michael obviously has his priorities in check. Correct. 
Correct. He does. I mean, only only the smartest just sign up for the full year and enjoy He's all going the into twenty twenty four strong. Wow. Strong. Yes. Strong. Oh. Okay, so Ronnie, correct me if I'm wrong, but we do have a live code we for do. WorkbenchCon discount. We do, and and I realized after we got off the podcast last week that we forgot to say something. I know. About it. I thought about <laughs> yes. the same thing. Yes. Yes, it is green suitors. So green suitors is the code. If you go to workbench.com and you're it's asking if you have a special discount code, green suitors is the code word. And the what code do they word get? is green suitors. They get what do you $50 get? off. It's fifty dollars oh, off, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Dude, yeah. Then you can buy me a beer at the bar with that exactly. discount. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Last year I missed out on that discount code. I didn't realize there was anyone that had one. And I mm. I just and I was like, man, I wish I knew that. Because yep. if you're going to buy it anyway, you might as well get $50 off. No kidding. Green suiters. Yes. Green suiters. Now, is that, a, was that with, is that one word? It's one word with an S, and I'm going to verify that while we're on the podcast, and I'll tell you if it's any different. But okay. I'm fairly certain it's green suiters. Okay. One word. Yeah. One word. Is yes. it a capital G? I don't think it's case sensitive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, if somebody tries it and it doesn't work, I'm sure they'll write us immediately and then true we'll be true. like yeah it's uh this well here here's what i'm gonna say if we could get like 15 20 people uh, uh after listening to this just go on there and buy your tickets and that's use cool. our code and let us know if it works thanks yeah, yeah that's that's a really good way to check thanks guys um here it is green your code now if we want to get if we want to split hairs here it says your code is green suitors and it has the g and the s capitalized okay i don't I can't imagine that that's case sensitive I don't, that code now. But if it is, green with a capital G, one word, suitors S. That's what it is official from the source. Wicked. One word. Oh yeah. One word. And they said that if you use the code off the cut, your ticket is two hundred dollars more. More expensive. Oh more. yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. So there is there people is, have done that. Yeah. There yeah. is pseudo cast. Yeah. Because yeah, they're yeah. trying to avoid any off the cut fans coming to WorkbenchCon. Yeah. So the way they did it is they because they want it to be a good event. They don't yeah. want it to be yeah. filled with a bunch of psychopaths. Yeah. So so the green suitors, what I've heard is they're advertising and food trucks. They've advertised that the, the that's nine hundred and fifty dollars for the ticket, and with their code it goes to seven fifty. Uh, but that's two hundred more than we're offering it for. So they're just. Right. It's it's a mess. I mean, bless their hearts. Whoever listens to that podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of speaking of uh, god awful podcasts and ter terrible human beings, um, I got a message from Mister Gary Furness, which oh. reminds me I still need to change the patron tier levels. I need to do that. Uh, but he says he claims Gary claims that it was he's he never became a top tier patron of off the cut that it was all uh a joke it was all a, a ruse oh, so really yeah yeah i haven't i haven't got all the details on that yet but uh do you think the off the cut would do something so smart to just rile us up like that do you think no to be fair i'm sure that it was his idea because eric or zach would never think never. of anything clever ever never yeah, well, no, that's for sure. They're too busy no. with the falafels there. Yeah, they would have had a head of lettuce joint as a top tier, something like that. 
available on Spotify. Yeah. Apple, and all their and all their couscous. Yeah, couscous <laughs> and wedge salads. There, we don't want to forget to talk about them during the episode. We got that checked off. Check. I know. Yeah. Boy, we're running out now. Yeah, we 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 actually haven't been all that great about it. We've no, we've been we missing the been, mark. I'll try to. I don't know. I guess I guess we've been doing it for a long time, so it's probably kind of losing its luster. But um, I haven't listened. It to never does in a while. It never does. I don't know if they're still still doing it to us. I don't even I know mean, if they're still they probably are. They're probably doing uh, copying everything that we do because we're a successful podcast that doesn't, yes. you know, yeah. hurt people's I think ears. I heard they were they getting into knitting it. or something, some kind of knitting. They're not in no cro- crochet. Oh, crochet. Yes. Crochet. Yeah. 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 Prior to woodworking, that's actually what Eric did professionally crocheting. It's off the hook now. <laughs> off the hook. Oh, I love it. That is off good. The hook podcast where we talk about our crocheting. Yes. Macrame. Well, yes. I think that's all the uh, admin stuff. How was your guys' <laughs> Christmas? Oh, absolutely wonderful. Let's start with you, Mr. Sedgley. Uh, we had we no family in to town. Together. I know. It was a drag. That was the drag part. But what was kind of cool is, uh, well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> My our Christmas was December 9th. Uh, we had a bunch of family in town, staying at the house, staying at a an Airbnb, and we had our annual Christmas party. And uh, Marianne made a count the other day, and she says, "You know, we had eighty three people at the house." I was like, "Yeah, it was awesome. We had it was so people showed up. It was like, wow, you made it. They they didn't RSVP or anything. It was so cool, and um." So it was kind of lackluster that it was just Marianne and I, uh, Christmas Eve, but we made a, we always say, Hey, okay, what's the limit this year on Christmas gifts for her and I, we buy everything for each other all year long. So she goes, let's just do something for under the tree. I go, okay, how much? She goes 200 bucks. I go, Oh, what do you want? So her really good iron for her quilting studio gave up the ghost. So I got her a new one. It was 200 bucks. And, uh, it came with it came Christmas Eve day from Amazon, and I went look. I wrapped it for you, mm-hmm. and I added it in the Amazon box. <laughs> I almost did the same thing. <laughs> so I hate wrapping paper. So oh, we were know. last last week we we're at Moontown, and we were talking about Christmas gifts. And Tyler, our buddy, said, "Dude, we're running a special on gift cards." So this is this is whack. We went. We always go Christmas Eve. It's Moon Town. They're open like for three or four hours uh, just to have a pop. All the people are there, the regulars, plus the owners. And it was really cool. And uh, what was neat is I got a uh, Marianne got me a $200 gift card. Listen to this. The special, I got a $100 extra gift card. Whoa. So I looked at Pete, the owner, and I went, what are you printing money? <laughs> is that crazy? 200 so bucks. Get a 200. Us- 200 and they give you 100 extra? Uh-huh. Wow. That's good. good. Usually it's like 25% more. Isn't that is crazy? Really yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's really good. Yeah. I mean, so that's the time to was load bu- up on gift cards. If you know, every- you guys eat there so damn much, you should have got like 10 of them. Everybody <clears throat> was loading up on gift cards at the bar when they saw that. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was just, it was, it was a fun afternoon. 
and I, and I was telling Jason before the podcast started, man, Marianne and I were outside. I had shorts, T-shirt on. It was 65 degrees, sunny, and I was just chilling at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Christmas Eve. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, and then uh, yesterday we just we were all supposed to get together for dinner, but that kind of fell through a little. So we went over to the bushes. You probably heard we went over to the bushes mm-hmm. for a dinner. Yeah. yeah, it was kind. Of, it was nice. So, yeah, that was that was Christmas. It was wonderful. I've been on PTO now for a week. I got another week, and but the week before my PTO started, I was down in Tampa. So I've been away from the office for now two weeks, and boy, I am totally jello right now. It's awesome, and I started the window seat. I was going to ask that. How is that going so far? What have you got done? Oh, God. I could go on and on and on. Oh, no. I mean, so hold on. Let me set the stage for everybody listening. This window seat is a big deal. It is probably the equivalent to the Ark that was once built by Noah. (laughs) That is how significant (laughs) this is. Since, Since we have been spending all of our weekends with each other basically for what the last few years yeah this has always been a conversation this window seat when is it going to get done and then you know i feel bad because i'm always doing stuff to the house here and then marianne comes over and she keeps dropping all these hints all the time and my wife is always like when is he going to make the bench seat when are you going to make the bench seat well now he's making it and it's a big deal i took him to help uh pick up materials yes so it's a big deal everybody it is. There's no content. I don't care. Good. I'm just doing it. You know why? I put up I put up some two by fours on the back wall. I built the front wall of it. And Marion goes, I do not care how long it takes you. At least you're doing it. It's like <laughs> I'm already a rock star. Nice. This thing is massive. I have to reevaluate hinges and everything. I bought hinges, but I gotta reevaluate. You know what? I don't care. Her smile this entire week has been from ear to ear. Have you seen any pictures yet? Has she sent any to Nicole? I have not seen anything yet. No. Okay. It it it's nothing but two by fours. So it's been it's been a reacquaintance of buying material dressing material and all the labor involved in it again and how crappy material is. Mm. Oh yeah. Bad. Okay. When you buy a premium, premium two by four from Schlo's, you still have to what I call dressing it, thickness it, whatever, and send it through so it's halfway adequate. And you gotta run it all through so it's all the same. And then you just look at it in your shop and watch it twist. <laughs> and it, you know what? But the other thing is, is as I'm doing it, I'm kind of like reflecting on former builds or built-ins I've done, and I was like, "God damn, I got an easy job now!" <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. I I love doing it. I lo- and the reason I love doing this is I, I'm a perfectionist with it because it's my house and it's for Marianne. And uh, she goes, that's okay. It's, it's. I go, no, it's not okay. I took stuff apart already to make sure it's perfectly flush. Uh, Jason, I can't thank you enough for taking me down to Northwest to buy that uh, MDF and yeah, uh, those pieces and apply. That was awesome. 
It was great hanging out anyhow, but uh, I forget how much work it is and I love it, but I hate it because I realize what a sh- <laughs> what a uh, poor job some of these guys did in my house. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it was, uh, oh, how my house is built. So it's, it's kind of like what you said earlier, Ronnie. Uh, when you were in that house and they had a window seat, you opened up, you went, really? But nobody notices because the finished product is going to be pristine. Yes, yes. And I'm oh. really ex- I'm really excited. She's already I, – I templated the whole thing, and she goes, that's a great – she's watching me. She goes, that's a great idea. Can I borrow that for the cushion I do? I go, yeah, that's why I made it. It's going to be the base, the, the ply top with the drop, because it's all templated, and then you can have it in the quilting studio for the uh, cushion. Yes. So it's it's and, and and the thing is, is I've I've clarified everything with her as I've moved forward to make sure it's exactly what she wants. This thing's mm-hmm. massive. It's it's another couch in the kitchen. Yeah, that's another reason to pre-build it in place. You don't have to try to muscle it into the house. Oh, it there's there's oh. not. I don't think there's any advantage of building it in the shop versus building it in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you unless you built it, and I thought about it, it as cabinets, but it's not doable because she doesn't want the front drawer. She wants the hinged lift, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Uh, my laser has oh God, I've had it forever. It's a PLS. I, I don't even think they're in business anymore. But that thing's the best thing I ever purchased for four hundred bucks way back when. And yeah, everything, uh, and she goes, "Look how even." I, I showed her, and I'm kind of showing off as I do it, and she's going. How perfect that is! I go, it's because it's for you, babe. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, I, <laughs> you know it's kind of cool. I think a built-in and a recess is where the laser really shines. Yeah, oh, because yeah. you get to see it going in, out, and out the other way. In oh. the alternative, there's not really an alternative other than drawing it on the wall with a level. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I still do that. I still take a straight edge and draw the lines real quick. Because my body gets in in the way of the laser, but the other thing that sucks is you realize the because the three windows that goes under, all the casings off, and the two front walls are out three quarters of an inch. You have to template, yeah, mm-hmm. as you do it. And it, I've done it so many times, but I haven't done it in a while. And Marianne just is looking at me, going. Are you okay? Because I'm a cusser when I'm installing. You know, I'm a because you know I'm a cusser, and I'll tell you, I've it's been it's been fun but daunting. So I'm excited okay. that it's getting done. It's gonna be done, and uh, she, her smile is the best money I can ever make. Yeah, it's it's just it's for her, and she's like, you know, what she's already saying. What's next? Yeah, you and I'm like open up Pandora's box with this one, dude. I did because I promised this 17 years ago to her. So, hmm. yeah. Awesome. So that's that's a that was my Christmas, and B that's what I've been up to. It's been a lot of fun. Um, so hey, Ronnie, what have you been up to? How was your Christmas? First of all, see, Christmas was great. We both reflected on it. It was the first year. No toys, first year, and I count oh. last year would be like three D printer toy, but no toys, and we had to wake the kids up. That's a crazy 
like never happened before. Usually they wake us up. It's still dark. We woke them up at seven 30 and they were kind of like, uh, we can get up later. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, wow. What a difference a year makes. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Also, we realized today that we didn't take one single picture all of Christmas. Nothing. We didn't even take a picture. Didn't even, usually we're like snap couple or whatever. Nothing. Yeah. So it's just, it's just different. Um, but it was good. It was nice. And, um, her dad came over, my mom came over and she's without her mom now and I'm without my dad. So they both came over, which was nice. And they both spent the day and, um, just totally tired though. It's like you wake up that early and you just go all day. It's mm -hmm. like yeah. after they left, I was having trouble just staying awake, sitting up and she was the same yeah. way. Um, but it was good. It was good. Um, the day before Christmas, we can, uh, we, or is it the day? Yeah. The day before we committed to installing floating shelves in my sister-in-law's new house before the Kelly's family get together. We were about 50 people come over. Um, Cameron and I started that project at 11 o'clock at the shop at my house at our, our side. And it's an hour away. We started at 11 o'clock. We made the floating shelves, stain them, let the stain drive dry on the way to her house, got <laughs> them installed and done like 45 minutes before people started coming over. It was kind of cool. We got wow. a lot of footage of that, by the way. We'll share. I've got, I'll do a couple of reels and I actually got enough to do a YouTube video out of it because I will claim and I will challenge anyone to find my domino floating shelf method when I posted it like five years ago. No one had ever posted that method of where I put the small strip on the wall with yep. the domino Excel. I remember it. I slide it on. I remember I've seen it. a lot of posts about that since then, but the only thing I give myself not it's, it wasn't my genius it was out of desperation i was putting shelves in for a corporation and the hardware was back ordered and i had to figure out what to do i was i was i had to figure out what to do that was strong and did not require any type of hardware um so that was my solution and it's worked great i would never use hardware now but i did document that because i'd like to show that better um so i need to get that out there but we we knocked that out and it was easy fun project um, that was the only commitment I had. Usually I have at least four or five Christmas commitment things that we're working on up to Christmas Eve, either they're mm -hmm. gifts or they're <clears throat> things that people, and this yeah. year I managed to avoid all of them except for this one. Um, and this was an easy one. And I thought of it, Sedge, when you were talking about premium wood, we, we bought two, she wanted pine. She wanted knotty pine because they matched the, um, the beams on her ceiling. So it's yeah. actually ideal to use that. Cameron and I cut an eight foot a two by 10, eight foot, we cut it in half, four foot long. And then we ripped it on the, the festival table saw. When I set it up on the bench, the strip that I ripped, you could put your finger between it. It no longer matched it. That's really? how much a four foot piece moved in seconds. And at first we panicked, but then I realized I'm screwing it to the wall. So it doesn't matter. It's going to bend uh, it back. So yeah. when you screw it to the wall, that strip, even though that strip was like two and a half inches wide, it yeah. just bowed out like seed. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yes. So we, we, um, we sanded, we spent more time sanding than anything on that project and both had a sander going and it was nice and knocked it out. She, she used Minwax on the, the, uh, ceiling joys, early American. And I, I bought some of that, knocked it on there really quick and it was dry before we got to the, her house. Perfect. So my, my assignment for her was to put clear coat on there because she's a handy person, um, Good. but it, it worked out really nice. So we did that um, Christmas Eve um, in the day before Christmas Eve. It was 65 degrees, like Sedge said. 
Ooh. Cameron went with a friend to a new like motocross dirt bike track two hours south. He rode the entire day, did not get home till 10 o'clock, called me on the way home and said, Dad, you got to come here. It's going to be nice tomorrow. You got to come. Will you come back down? And I was like, he's not going to want to feel like going back down again. Oh, he did. He woke up the next day, first thing, and said, let's go. So uh, we hadn't rode in a long time, and we went down there, and we rode um, until we had to leave to go to the other Christmas function. But So we it was strange to be riding on Christmas Eve, 65 degrees. It was, it was actually close to 70 um, in London, Kentucky, where we went. Um, it was close to 70. Um, that was fun, though. That was fun. I only had one crash. I didn't get hurt, though. <laughs> that was fun. Cameron's becoming like a rider, like an X games rider. And it's crazy. I try, I'm so used to trying to keep up with him, And now I'm just backing off. Cause he's like starting right. to be where he just, he's up in the air. He's starting to like turn his wheel sideways when he goes up in the air, like the little thing where, you know, people that yeah. like go up and they do the little turn mm -hmm. thing. That is so amazingly hard. Like people don't realize how hard that is. <laughs> that's, that's like controlling your front brake, your front, your gas, everything in the air. And knowing second nature, if you're going too far forward, you give it a little gas. Or if you hit the back brake, you know, you, you have to second nature and you crash if you don't do it right. So I'm to a point in life where I'm like, I don't need to even get better. I'm not, I'm just not worth to survive. it. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, dad, come on. You need to go follow me. Follow me at the speed I'm going. Stay right behind me and you can't mess up. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not getting hurt on Christmas Eve. So yeah. I, backed <laughs> I backed off, but it, it keeps me young. Um, so we have not been working on the boat, but tomorrow we're going to get a ton of things done. We have some Good. great things pre-staged. And tomorrow for the boat people out there, I, these terminologies are killing me. Tomorrow is the the chine log and the shear yeah. clamp. And the shear clamp is if you rent a boat and you put your arm on the side, that thing that goes all the way around, that's the shear yeah. clamp. And the chine log would be the bottom, like thing almost touches the water all the way around. And that's the chine line is the water line. Yes, yes. So that so tomorrow those two things are going in, and that's when you're going to be able to see the entire skeleton of the boat. Everything then is done as far as the skeleton. It just has to be fared to match the skin that goes on. So I'm really excited about tomorrow. Like everything we've done really lines up to being tomorrow, being able to see, you know, the efforts of your work. So that'll be fun. That'll be good. And Wicked. then very cool. And then today would have been boat, but one of Cameron's presents were was a um all the carpet in his Jeep. We changed it out to for any Jeep people listening, it's called Armor Light. And it's almost like a Linex cover that you take your carpet out and you just lay in this rubber mat. It's so thick. It's so it's hard to bend and it fits perfectly, but it's so hard to install. It took us both like three hours to install it. What? With us both doing things took out the front seats it was a big deal it was a big deal but the cool part is it lines up with the factory drain plugs so he oh, technically cool. could spray out the inside of the jeep now pull the mm -hmm. plug spray it out with a water hose and it's it's like it's the way that jeep should do it there's no reason to have carpet in there so we we got that installed today instead of doing anything with the boat so that's that's where i am so then <laughs> i'm i see myself as kind of off for the rest of the year because cameron's off till the second so oh, I'll just cool. be getting boat things done and a few things around the house until after the first of the year. That's where I'll be. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. And so, we're going to have a Tormek lesson with Sedge. Yeah, baby. Hey, I had a warm-up today with my buddy, Kurt. He's a retired attorney here in Indianapolis. 
And when you look at him, you're just like, you're a retired dude. He's such a way cool dude. And uh, I he just made me laugh for two hours. It was awesome. So uh, he came over and he's getting a T8. And he wanted to know what accessories he should, what comes with, what accessories he should get. So it was fun. Uh, yeah, we sharpened one of his uh, chef knives, and it came out like wicked sharp. That's cool. wicked sharp. It was a good. It was a good warm up. So my stone's wet for so we can uh, get a uh, cam up to speed. Yeah, I, I think one of the things with the Tormek, it does so many things. If you start doing web research, you can get overwhelmed to the point of you just don't buy it because you're yep. like, I don't. I don't know what all these, I don't know what I want. I don't want to buy something that's mm. the wrong thing. And you just like move on, you know, yeah, it's gonna, like it, that's hard. I'm going to, there's some things that are not right with mine. And it was really cool showing Kurt this, but if we're doing plain blades or chisels, we have to true the stone and we'll do that when you guys are here and he'll understand all of that. It's, it's really going to be fun. I'm so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. So, so Jason, how about you? How was your Christmas? And what have you been up to? Well, Christmas was great. However, comma, we were supposed to have our wonderful family get together dinner where we all break bread and drink beer on Christmas. And of course, uh, Max tested positive for COVID like on Thursday evening. Mm -hmm. So I was really bummed out about it because we also invited um, Pascal and his wife. And uh, <laughs> right after, I think she responded and said that they were coming within like a couple of hours, Nicole had to write her back and go, so Max just tested positive for COVID. So um, Max is fine for everybody wondering that's listening. Um, he didn't, it didn't even seem like he had anything. He just, his normal self, you know, crazy. And he is, he is the toughest kid I think I've ever met in my life. If he falls flat on his face, he gets up and goes, Ugh. yeah, and keeps moving. Yeah. He's awesome. It's like, he's, uh, he's doing he's fine. Unfort Unfortunately, he's still tested positive faintly today. So we're, we're hopeful that. Probably tomorrow he'll he'll test negative. Uh, me, Whoa. Nicole, Leo, none of us ever got it. We've all been totally fine. So, yeah, that was kind of a bummer. But Christmas itself was great. But uh, on Christmas Eve, obviously, you know, the weather was really nice. I I went golfing on Christmas Eve for the first time in months. Uh, I actually I don't think I only played golf two or three times this year. Um. And a lot of I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I used to play. Uh, I played golf in high school. I almost went to college for golf. Did we talk about that on the podcast once? I think I so. think you've talked about that you were wanting to go like the pro route at one point, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. and I I almost you, played for the army actually a few times. I had an opportunity. And you were to try to expert on the you were an expert on the ball washers too. Ball washers, yes, I was very yes. very proficient in ball washing. Um, still am. Surprisingly, it's something. It's a skill you don't really lose. You know, you just kind of just. You could have been on off the, <laughs> cup, off the cup podcast. <laughs> yeah, talking about ball. The first washing. time I ever played golf, I said, "What's this?" They said, "It's a ball watcher," and I was going like this with it. I was going, "Oh my god, I love this game of golf." Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> um, 
but no, it kind of gave me the bug again. So golfing is always one of those things where I always wish that I could get into it more, but it was something that I just never really had a lot of time to do. Um, well, I have the time now and going into next year, I think I want to make it an effort to, to start doing it so much to the point where like, I'm still using the golf clubs that I used when I was in high school. Like that's still the set of irons. It's a fantastic set of irons, but I mean, these things are, you know, wow. well over 20 years old now. And, wow. uh, there's a lot better stuff that's out on the market. And so, uh, I'm going to start taking a look at some of that stuff. And next year, I think I'm going to get a, a newer set of golf clubs, better technology and, and see how that, how that goes. But, um, wonderful day. So much fun. Uh, Christmas itself was great. The kids, uh, surprisingly Leo's been getting up like crazy early because I get up at four 30. Nicole usually gets up around four 30 to five now as well. So we both work out in the morning and Leo usually sleeps in our bed after like he'll still go to sleep in his bed, but then he'll come in the middle of the night. He'll be sleeping in there. So when he wakes up randomly and no one's in bed, he's been coming downstairs. Well, it's become a habit where he's been coming downstairs at like five in the morning, five fifteen, And luckily on Christmas day, we were so terrified that that was going to happen, that he was going to get up at like five. And then, you know, Max obviously wouldn't be waking up at five, but he actually Slept until like 6.45, maybe close to 7. And we got to bring Max down like right as Leo was finishing opening up his presents. So it, it all worked out really good. It was tons of fun. Um, Leo was great with him. Um, just such a cool thing to watch. You know, like he was helping him, trying to get him to open up the gifts and helping him rip open, showing him where he needed to pull. You know, Max is so young. He doesn't understand what's going on, but... He just did such a, a great job. So it was, mm. it was a lot of fun. It, I, I enjoy Christmas so much more now yeah. that I have kids yeah. than I ever did in the past. You know what I mean? And like yeah. every year as they get older, it's so much fun. So um, obviously I spent the rest of the entire day putting a bunch of things together and putting batteries and things. <laughs> and, but it was it was a good time. Had some good food. Awesome. But um I did get I got two gifts from Nicole. We we said we weren't gonna do much for each other this year either, because same thing, you know, when we want stuff, yeah. we get it for each other and yeah, throughout the year. Um I got the first thing I got. Have you guys ever slept underneath a weighted blanket? We got the Madison Ooh. one two years ago. Have you have you ever laid under one? No, but it, it goes all the way back to we used to we found out we had to put our hand on her shoulder on her back to make her go to sleep when she was younger, oh. and then we just kind of thought that, and I think she likes it. I haven't really talked to her directly about it, but I think that she did like it. It is amazing. The one Nicole got me is thirty pounds. It is a thirty pound wow. blanket. And I huh. grabbed that thing for, it's like hard to maneuver like or hard to, to handle. You know, you're like picking it up and it's like, you know, wanting to tug down, threw it up on the couch. And I laid on the couch underneath that thing. And it was like, I was being hugged the entire time. It was amazing. It's so <laughs> nice. To hug you. I can hug you. Everybody yeah. needs a hug. Yes. It was, it was wonderful. It's, it's feels really good after reading a lot of negative comments on YouTube. 
you should write <laughs> them. You should write them and ask them how much that blanket weighs. Thirty pounds. Don't give the answer away. Oh. <laughs> um, the other thing that I got, Nicole got me a a travel watch roll. So like for when the, I go for the when I go on trips, style. I can where I, yeah I can take a. I can take some watches with me and it's this nice little leather protective case and it holds, she got me one that holds three and it has my initials engraved on it. Well, it's really cool. cool, which is funny because I told her, I was like, this is a great gift because prior to going to WorkbenchCon, I was going to buy one and now I don't have to. So don't you just you wear that. one? You can wear one on the plane and wear it the entire time and not need watch roll. I mean, you could, but where's the fun in that, Sedge? That's my tactic. He's raising the bar. I'm going to have to go shopping. <laughs> yeah. I'm still hope. I'm still hoping to pull the trigger and, and finally get a Rolex before we go to WorkbenchCon. I, I think I'm going to have to. I think, I think I'm going to have to wear my Rolex at uh, WorkbenchCon. <laughs> yeah, do it. It was my it was my dad's residential, so maybe I'll wear it. Let's cool. do it. But just yeah. make sure you get a watch roll and bring like three watches. But like a Tootsie Roll. Kinda, yeah. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> with filled with greatness. Is it a self-winding roll? It is not. This is not. Oh. No. Mm. No, she couldn't. How, how dare her not get me the uh I don't that's interesting. I wonder if they would even make one of those. So it's like well, battery guess, operated. If you wolf, were on right? a trip, if you were on a trip, you'd be able the to watch wind winder them. I have is wolf, yeah. You could yeah. manually wind them if you were on a trip. Because they're good for like, oh, yeah. let's say, like three or four days. You can yeah. Yeah, well, you just put them on your, the the you just put them on your ones, hand yeah. and you can wind them. Yep. Yeah. Believe you... me, mine get plenty of, of winding. <laughs> winding. Plenty of winding. But no, it was really cool. I got Nicole because I, I care about her so much and her alcohol consumption. I got her some <laughs> really uh, fancy copper uh, mugs because Nicole oh. likes mules. Mules, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we've been talking about it and talking about it. We went and checked out this new, uh, like Total Wine and More or something like that. They have, oh. they have one here in Avon now. That place oh. is insane. That place is off the hook. Do you see the craft beer section? Yeah, holy crap, Ola, is it awesome? Yeah, yeah. We well, we went in there and I was like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh my god, I just had the greatest idea for a gift for her. We've been talking about getting these damn copper mugs forever. And uh, I found a really, really nice set. Not there at the store, but that's what made me made me think of it. Uh, ordered them offline, so yeah, it was good. Some other things good she got, but I can't talk about on here because certain oh. people might listen. So yeah, nice. Yeah, you mm. never know. You never know. You never know. know. Yeah, but well, Santa Claus. Santa Claus may even listen to our podcast. You get Guys, I got a Christmas present. Um, I knew about it, and my sister sent it to me. You want to see something cool? I got it in the mail today. Watch this. Now, no one's going to see this if you're just listening, but if you're... Oh, that's some great underwear, Sedge. Sedge oh, reaches down and pulls up. This is an old family <laughs> picture. Check it out. Is that you? Is, is that, that your you? dad? It's my dad. I was oh, gonna. Wow. It doesn't look. It looks kind of like you. Is that like, incredible or what? That you know what's is weird is it cool. almost looks like an older version of you now. Yeah, yeah. my you know? my sister says you guys are freaking twins, and it, it this made 
my Christmas. I got it today in the mail and I lost it. I called my oh, sister. That's awesome. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? One of my cousins found it somewhere and it says Richie because uh, they called him Uncle Richie. And uh, that's my dad. That's Isn't so that cool. neat. Yeah, I'm going to make a frame for it. I'll do a YouTube video on it. And uh, I'll make a really nice frame for it for my office. Cool, huh? That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's Very my pops. Cool. Are you going to pocket screw the miters? Yes. I'm How else pocket screws, it? man. I broke up my yeah. crank jig a little bit for a few things for this uh, window seat. Oh, I use those like crazy <laughs> on those kind of things. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah, so, I wanted to... So, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was going to completely change the topic because uh, I wanted to get your guys' thoughts on something. Cool. Okay. It has to do with uh, making a modification to my home, but there's oh. something I saw the other day that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, in our master closet, I can't, I said, I assume that you've probably seen it at some point. But when you walk, it's it's huge. It's gaudy, ridiculous how big this damn closet is, right? It's mass. It's massive. Well, right when you walk in, there's that uh, rectangular yep. column. Yep. And I, what that is, I think, is that when you walk in, it diverts you to the left or the right so each side is, uh -huh. is identified. And then behind that column is a two-thirds high wall separating the the two sides. Well, one of the projects that we will be doing this year or this coming year is we want to rip out that little half wall and we want to build a massive island basically inside yep. of there, but we also want to remove that column. And so I'm is looking any, at it. Anything structural? I don't think so. Nah. So I cut, I cut it out or I cut out a piece of the drywall behind the mirror that's on there. Because, I mean, you can pound on it. It's hollow. But I was like, is there something running in there? And that's, you know, is is this more than just a decorative column to divert people? Or is there some sort of pipe? And I'm like, this closet is literally directly over the top of the office or the gym that we have downstairs where the, the fridges are. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there's there's is nothing. It, is There's, there's no venting pipes? Nothing. No, nothing could be coming up through there. So I cut it open and it's hollow, right? And the the way that it's framed is just really strange. It almost looks like somebody just took a bunch of like two by fours and just like tossed them in there in different orientations and then, you know, skinned it with whatever. But so like that part to me is like, I'm, I'm like, okay, it's a, it's an OSB subfloor. I'm sure they're just nailed down. I can pull rip out it. that stuff, rip it all out. No structural stuff. Now above that is you know, what you would think. It's the attic. Like there's nothing, yeah. just wide open space. But I stuck my camera in there on my phone and I, I just, I wanted to take a picture because I couldn't see all the way up without like ripping out more of the drywall and we're just not ready to do that yet. And when I did, at the top, I can see a piece of OSB sheathing. And I'm like, oh, I know what it is. I don't understand why that would be up there. They they probably started with an OSB square as a reference and built that wall, that column off from it. That's probably what they did. You but why I mean? they built why it? Why would place. there be OSB at the top? 
but they just use what they had. Always yeah. speeds everywhere when they're framing that's a it. house. Yeah, that's what it is. And I I bet you now I think I know what it is. What it, what it was for? What is that's capping it because yes. if it wasn't there, it It'd would just right be open the, air access yes. into the and attic. the attic. Yeah, and you would have because, a cold wall in your, in your master closet. Yeah. Yeah, and and if you look, you know, because you know, there's two by fours that like go around the top, and then the the mm -hmm. two by fours go directly into it. And where that OSB is directly at the top, you can see like an orange sealant or whatever that's around on the inside. So now it makes sense. So yeah, my yeah, concern were, with that, and the reason at least I wanted they to air sealed it. Yeah. No, well, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, that's true. The reason I wanted to ask is because I was concerned. I was like, is there something up there, some sort of platform or whatever? And then I'm like. Now I feel a lot better about it, and then I just patch it with with a uh, yep with drywall. Yeah, and when you can see the attic, there's no not even any mystery about it. You can tell whether or not it's structural or not. Yeah, my guess. Yeah, it's is wide open is, up there. My guess is your house is structural to the middle level. There's like a wall somewhere in the middle that maybe supports the trusses that go across. Yes. Yep, that's probably the case on your the your your ratio of your length to width house. That's what they do. So I doubt your closet isn't kind of structural at all. But no. that master bedroom suite is the most massive one I think it's, I've ever seen in a house that style. It is so big. It's ridiculous. And and I, I'm not saying that to to be like cocky or anything. Like it's just the, the size of the bedroom. Jesus it's, Christmas. I don't understand why anybody, and like we never wanted that. It was just a nice side effect of the house, but it's so big. And it's such a poor use of space because the bathrooms... Man. This is a 30, not including the basement, it's a 3,700 square foot home. And there's two and a half baths, five rooms, two and a half baths, a half bathroom downstairs, which is very tiny. And then two very small bathrooms upstairs, one in the master and one for the other three rooms upstairs. And it's so small. They could have used, I mean, we've, we've considered doing stuff like ripping out the closet, yep, turning that into a bathroom, but then I'm like, yep. God, we'd have to rerun all of that plumbing into this room. We have to get electrical done and now it's exterior walls and like, which wall would we put the water and, and I'm like, that would be such an expensive thing to do, but it'd be a much bigger bathroom. And then we were like, well, all the space off the side of our bed, we could create a closet Yes. And have a nut, whole nother closet over there. And then we could knock down the wall in between the two bathrooms and have one giant bathroom for the other three rooms. Yeah, bathrooms mm -hmm. are cheap. They're surprisingly cheap when you're doing it yourself, not when you pay somebody to do it. But bathrooms can be very, very cheap for what they add to the value of the house. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a smart thing. Bedrooms and bathrooms significantly appraisers love them. Yeah. They give a lot of credit to that. Now, I, I think doing the, the closet is going to, it's going to be. I mean, like I'm not doing a bunch of built-ins. We talked about uh, doing built-ins, I think, um, like I did at the last house. But the last house, the closet was much smaller. This one, I, I mean, you're talking thousands of dollars in plywood alone. Freaking massive. So what we're going to do, and there's this. I like that I, island. I like yeah, that island. I, it was, that I was Nicole's seen, idea. I never thought I of it. I have seen, I, I've seen two or three big houses in um, South Miami and Cutler Ridge with big islands in the middle of them and uh, his and hers on either side and all the drawer space for all the stuff underneath, you know? My so we're, God, it's just... It's, I'm, it's, I'm thinking what we're going to do is we're going to do a, awesome. Yes. Four foot by awesome. eight foot. 
Yep. And on one side is it's it's they're basically going to be dressers is what they are. Yep. It's going to be a huge cabinet thing with just a top on it. But yes, I'm going to have them on my side. She's going to have them on her side. So we're going to have tons of storage, tons of drawers. We have yep. a place to fold laundry. That That's what made me really appreciate it. Uh, she was like, I want to do this because then we'd have a place to fold laundry. That's like table height. And I'm like, oh my God, that is the best idea ever. So we're like really adamant about it. But then what we're going to do is on the left wall and the white right wall. So you'll walk in and boom, you're going to see that island, right? And the island's going to be tied into the back wall. So it's when I say island, it's like a huge peninsula that's going to come out. And then on the end of it, we're going to build in some sort of storage that has like a flip top lid or, or cabinet doors where we put like the comforter and the bed, all the bed stuff when when the bed's not made. Um, yeah, like a linen, a linen closet kind of. And then on the left-hand side, we're going to put like a double floor to ceiling uh, unit that'll have like some adjustable shelves, maybe some pull-out trays. And then on both sides, dead center. And then we're just going to run uh, like um, coat hooks or coat uh, rods, like wow. one high, one low on both sides. So we have still have tons of storage, tons of hanging. Ronnie, where's nice. that? I uh, just sent it to both of you. Uh, the closet I was, that was the closet I was just working at the house that had the um, screens with the, on the horse farm. I posted a lot about that. The house that wow. had 12 screens. My. That's is that nice or what? That's her closet. <laughs> that's wicked, dude. And uh what what they're looking at right now, it's like the size of a normal size bedroom. And it has yeah. a, it has an island with like I would say on one side there's like 12 drawers and it's on the other side too. And she has a sitting area and they I see that a lot in the really high end houses where they have their sitting. own closet. But this Sitting one area. took it one step further. They had their own bathrooms off from the master. So she had her own like sitting tub in front of the big window and double vanity and everything was all on her, off the bedroom. And then she had her closet off from that. And then he has the same thing. He has his own bathroom. That means they had their own bath toilet area. He, he had his own he yes. had his own shitter. Yeah, everything. Everything oh, was man, like I two, love the idea of that. Everything was like two master Me too, bathrooms man. off from it. But I did that screen. I did that quick video of their closet because I always like to see master closets and the ideas and how we've talked about before with the, you know, like two by four framing a window seat. Some of those things you think it's like, oh, is that really okay? You know, this is a very expensive house. And if you look at how they did it, it's not complicated things. It's very simple. And yes. a lot of the closet systems that are really high in houses are very simple. They're more simple yeah. than what you'd see if you went to like California customs is that, that, you know, those kind of places, right. they almost have more intricate designs that takes away from your storage space, but a yeah. simple, just very simple, you know, open shelf thing. It stores a lot of things. So I always try to get videos of those where I can keep them for record. Yeah. It, you can go so crazy with closets. You can. So you crazy. Can. You can for sure. I um I know a guy who has a closet company and he shares with me sometimes what people spend on closets. It's yep. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh yeah. It's well, we we started to think about that. And and that, that's what I was saying. I, I started thinking like how much money and just materials alone would it cost? Because it's so big. So that's that I would say that's the biggest downside to having a larger house, right? And this is something I never thought of. When you have a bigger house, 
everything is more expensive. Yes. Everything. There, it, you need heating. more flooring. You need more paint. You need more heating. Heat. You need more cooling. You need more windows. Cooling. You need it, it's more carpet. More more everything. So like there is no such thing as a you know fairly inexpensive project when unless it's like one room at a time, and yeah, I'm just like no. I can't even imagine that big ass closet would take so many sheets of plywood. It would. You know, we, we had one recently. Kelly went to a house, a walkthrough, and she was like, oh, you need to add to your list. And the builder, she's like, the bathroom fan's not working. And the builder was like, oh, no, it's working. This is one of the new fans that, you know, you can't hear. And Kelly was like, what? She came home and she's like, do you know there's bathroom fans that you can't hear? And I was like, oh, yeah, I know about it. She's yeah, like, Panasonic. Yeah, yeah, it was a Panasonic. It's a whisper. Yeah, Panasonic, whisper quiet. Yeah. And she was so whisper excited series. about it. That was one of the things that I got her for Christmas. So now I have something I have to install. But so that's to, really cool. We'll talk about it because that has been on my list for 16 years. Oh, uh, really? So so yeah. I did do that. That's something I'll be doing before kids go back to school will be part of my yeah. off yeah. off work thing. But to Jason's point, she's like, well, we need these in every bathroom. Oh, yes. Six. Six in our house. That'd yeah, so six, six of those yeah. fans. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. I got five fart fans. Yeah. I've wanted to because that's what they are, fart fans yeah. that I've wanted to replace. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We they, replaced yeah. them in a, in our old Greenwood house. It, what a every every single bathroom, massive difference. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only thing the, you need, yeah, you need to know the size of your uh, your vent pipe, three inch or four inch. Yeah, they, you can make you could do adapters if you didn't have it. But one of the things that I think people would buy them just because of the sound differences. But if you look yeah. at the CFMs, those little yeah. brawn ones that you buy at Lowe's or nothing, the home centers, suck. they almost just make noise. They don't move air hardly yep. at all. Uh -huh. No, they just make noise. They do. They just make noise. <laughs> they make people feel better. But I mean, if you've ever replaced one of those propellers, it's just a round housing with flat yes. blades on it. It's hardly yep. even a propeller. <laughs> I know. And so the, the, the CFMs, that's the biggest one you're comparing them. Look at the CFMs. And um, I was doing, a, of course, Christmas Eve shopping for my wife. So I was at Lowe's, not like I was going to order anything. <laughs> and uh, I was looking at the CFMs and there was a big difference in like the yeah. one that was 140 versus that one that was $170. It was the CFMs. And there's also, yeah. you can look at the, um, what's it called? The audio, the, 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 the decibel rating, DBs, the decibel yep, rating. DBs, yep, DBs. So, they had one on an end cap that actually stopped me in my tracks and I almost went to that one because it had a built-in light too. And I was like, but this one's cheaper. But then I turned the boxes over and the one that I was looking at was just a fan. And the CFMs were crazy higher than the one that had the light built in. I didn't need the light. So I was like, ah, you almost fooled me. I thought I was saving $20, but I would have been going with a lower quality fan yes. for a light. So that's, that's the two things I look at. But yeah, like you said, Jason, when you've got, you get, people don't think about that when you have bigger space, bigger house, more bathrooms, the costs go up. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's kind of like closed, soft closed toilet lids. The other thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> we had, are you, Hey, you want to save your marriage? Get soft closed toilet lids. We we've had those since our house was built and the kids, oh. we realized when they go to other people's houses, they didn't know how to shut a lid. Cause they would, they would slam, slam. it down. And then they break every once in a while and you have to replace them with that. You can't not have one of those once you have them. And so the I've, problem is, is when you travel and you shut the lid them. at night, 
They don't have. Oh my god! Now that's <laughs> have what you, I, I was going to say. Have you guys ever been somewhere and like go? Yes. Just, oh yeah. Drop the hotel. Like, oh god. Oh crap. yeah. Every time. Oh, but I, the, a lot of hotels now have soft clothes. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I used to have to tell people, I'm like, my kids are used to the it's shedding, and they're just like thinking, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, soft clothes. I just say, man, you want to save your marriage? Get soft clothes lids. Yes. And long Toilet bowl lids. toilets are a lot yep. more expensive. Once you have them, you've got to replace with those. Yeah. So you know what I have on my toilets? Oh. Nightlight. No. <laughs> Bidet. There is a there is a separate nozzle. Yeah. That you can turn on and off. Yeah. And for your bidet. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's not like a bidet, but I guess kind of you could use it for the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's just attached to the side of the, the toilet tank. Well, we shut them off like right when we moved in because as soon as Leo figures out that that thing is, oh. that that's what that's for, he's spray water all over the damn place. Uh. But what I use it for, it's not on the bathroom downstairs. That's the only toilet that doesn't have it, but the two upstairs have it. And uh, like cleaning the toilet, it's great for that too. Just flip the thing oh. on real quick and high pressure. My yeah, buddy has them on all his toilets in Phoenix, and I call it the the taint scrubber. I love yes. it. Yes, yeah. Also known known for that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, taint the taint tickler. Oh, I have another question I wanted to ask you guys. Get your your input. So next week, I'm getting ready to build a or start the build. Not next week. Yeah, no, next week. Uh, first week of the year. Um, we're doing, you know, said, you know, the coat area, the coat rack area, yeah, yeah, stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, closet. Yeah. Well, I'm going to rip all that crap out. We're going to build awesome. in this, this thing. Now I took some measurements. Uh, the opening is not perfectly square. It's slightly different at the top oh. than it is at the bottom. So obviously I'm going to build undersized and all that stuff, but more importantly, the distance from the exterior wall to the back wall on one side is different than it is on the other side. So I'm thinking in my head, like how I'm going to go about doing this. And my solution is going to, it's, it's only like a matter of like six, seven millimeters. But what I want is I want the cabinets to be flush with the opening, not including the doors that will be, that will protrude but I want everything to be flush with the opening. And then I'm going to put a trim piece around the exterior portion okay. of it, yep. which is going to yep. cover any gap between uh -huh. the the wall or whatever. And yep. it's just going to be trimmed out in white oak. It's all going to be, it, it'll look great once it's done. But I'm like, okay, well, how deep do I build my cabinets? Because I'm not going to go all the way to the wall because on one end it's different than the other. So I have to work off the smaller number Yes, but then I'm going to leave even a slight gap under on that as well, yeah. because so I think throw. what I'm going to do is when I put these cabinets in there, I'm going to get the base all level and flush and everywhere I, I need it to go. But I'm going to attach the cabinet boxes not only to each other, but I'm going to drill through the side into the framework of the opening. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of drilling them into the back wall, because now I'm, I'm going to have a gap like this. Well, build so, it out from the back with a piece of yeah. quarter inch ply. Yeah. You could build it. You could. And it's screwed to the back wall, but I understand this to the sides. But once you have a gap, 
because you I will, don't but want it's gonna, no. There's going to be trim. There's going to be trim yeah. that that goes. It'll be, uh, it, you know, it, it'll look like it's full overlay, frameless, but it'll look yep. like an inset thing. Yes. So yeah, kind of like a door of trim, yeah, right. Kind of like a door. So it'll have trim that comes up to the side. It'll all be white oak. Comes across the top. Comes down the bottom, and all that's going to be clipped in with the lamello after the fact. So the only thing I need to make sure of is that the cabinets are flush with the opening. And instead of me trying to drill screws or fur the backside like six millimeters on the left and like one millimeter on the right, because as soon as you drill that screw in, it's going to pull the cabinet back and all that. I'm like, why not just attach the cabinets to the opening itself? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then just attach the cabinets together. Then I can utilize that that framework there you just got to be That's careful if you steady. do you got to be careful if you leave a gap on either side to fit in there you have to also shim that i will as soon shim as you that. start screwing you'll create yeah. a bow like this yeah. yes so that those gaps i will shim because my the way i was thinking about that is like okay well, what's the easier thing to do like is yeah. it gonna, it's going to be impossible for me to try to reach shims back or you know, maybe glue them to the back of the cabinet and take up that space. And I get lucky and I have to pull it out and put it back in. I'll just shim the sides. Cause I'm going to get leave. Basically the way I'll build the cabinets is it'll be 18 millimeter ply, right? All the way around. And on the exterior portions of all of them, it's going to have another strip that is going to be where all of the mellow connectors are going to go. Just like okay. I did this to do my trim. So all I have to do at the end is just, clip it in there and that will overlap the you know i'm gonna leave myself a five to ten millimeter gap on each side because again those aren't straight either they you know they kind of bow like this yeah. so by getting the boxes perfectly square and attaching them to the framework then i just have to clip in the the trim when i'm done and it's good to go yeah that that's a good example of a, don't be a hero i always tell the finished carpenters i'm working with i'm like don't be the hero let's leave some space here don't try to be so if you leave yourself space on the back end and side to side it's going to go in so effortlessly versus somebody trying to be like oh i want it to fit in tight don't do that <laughs> right leave yourself a gap because the casing will cover it doesn't matter make it perfect fitting in an imperfect place now, one thing that I I think I am going to do is I'm going to cut a piece of uh you know plywood. It's going to be the width of that back wall. It's only going to be, you know, maybe 10 inches wide, but it's going to go all the way across. I'm going to drill that into studs, and the level that I'm going to put that at is going to be where my nailers would be for the big cabinets. And so what I'll do after I get everything attached is I would then just place a couple of screws to drive them in, just knowing that like once it's all attached, then I can't pull the cabinet back because there yeah. will be that gap. I just basically just want to drive the screw through the nailer, bite onto something in the back just to kind of hold it steady. Does that make sense? Yeah. And not yes. have to worry about trying to find studs after cabinets are already in place. Yeah, something else you can consider is doing three quarter inch back on it, on the thing that you build. I could do that. And then you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, just pop ah. it in there. that. That's what I would definitely I would do in that ah. situation because I wouldn't even be worried about it. Then yeah, just don't have to do nailers, and it'll give me an opportunity yeah. to make a different style box, which is another YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. I I regularly have used three quarter in the back when I knew there was something like structural going on that I didn't want to de deal with whatever was going on the back end. 
it comes in. I've handy. used it's half worked. inch quite a few times. Not rarely yeah. have I used three quarter, but I mean, there's you not can, that though. big of a cost savings. No, there's not. Yeah, but it's also a weight savings, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to have some weight there, but you've got a new you've got a new helper now. She looks pretty strong to me. Oh yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, yeah. Tomorrow is Nicole's last day at Ice Miller. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's but awesome. she is leaving on such amazing terms. They've been trying. Sedge, I told you this when I was up there the other day. But yeah. They've been trying everything to 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 keep her keep her uh, around, and they basically told her like, look, you know. And Nicole said this. She's like, we want to give this a shot for, you know, maybe six months from now. We realize, hey, this isn't this isn't working. Um, we do, you know, we don't work well together, or I miss being, you know, at work, or whatever the case is. Uh, we gave it a shot, and she goes back. And they were like, "I'm sure we can make that happen." So, oh, so cool. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. Obviously, like no, to... but it's a, it's always good having a little bit of a safety net there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. hmm. so. Yeah, and now she has the experience, and it's not like she's. She's going to have any kind of gap in in employment. I mean, she can put that she's working for my my business is a legitimate business, right? It is, and she's the director of operations starting on Thursday. Director, she already made director. Yeah, director of operations. Yeah, I've got to got to start her off right. <laughs> wow, that's good. But I'm I'm the uh, HR, so all all HR. claims. <laughs> Let's we'll go, go back through to me. Yeah. He's HR. He's HR and CEO. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Hey, remind me when we get off. I, there is one thing that I want to uh, chat with you guys about before we, okay. before we call it quits. Oh, okay. I have a tough time going back to work. I have, I like to take a lot of naps when I'm on vacation. So I was telling Rick yesterday, I was like, you know, about two o'clock. Don't come back to my uh, office slash lumber rack at Festool. He goes, why? I go, because I'll probably be sound asleep for at least a half hour. <laughs> you know, something I've noticed oh. yesterday, I was like, why am I so tired? Why am I? And I think it's because my caffeine ch habits change when I'm oh. at home the whole day. Yeah, like me too. What I, what I have first thing in the morning, wow. for example. And, and I think it hits me in the afternoon. I'm like, why am I so tired? And it's because... Same. I think that's what it is. Maybe Ronnie. caffeine slash sugar. I don't know. I don't. But I, it's weird you said that. I'm drinking a lot less coffee on PTO. Yeah, it's, I drink it, a lot more when I'm out and about. But it's also, I think, I'm also a lot more active. Yes, walking yes. around the building and chit chatting and doing what right. I do. But man, I, I have been really sluggish, and I'm okay with that. I. Well, the weather. I, was I it, needed to. Yeah, I needed to it, decompress. Was it rainy yesterday in Indy? Oh like, yeah, it was it's just. Been, yeah, it it's was been so nothing crazy. but morbid. Yeah, we had the dreary gray Christmas where it just was light rain all day. Yes, you want to go to sleep because you can't mm -hmm. just. It's funny the first the day before Christmas we have sixty five to seventy depending on where you were around here, sunny weather. And then yes. to to go to it wasn't like it was that cold. I mean, it was like in the fifties yesterday, right? Like in, yeah, it was. But most yeah. of most of most of December Has in Indianapolis, I know yeah. why in Indiana, I know why people get depressed. Yeah, it is water. so daggone gray and rainy. Yeah, that was a and so it's like God, to it. 
and and then it just led up to it. I was in Tampa, and it was still gray most of the time, but we had a couple of days of sun. And then awesome. it's just, yeah, it was rainy and dreary around here uh, Christmas Day. And, you know, I think I used to always think when I was corporate boy, I used to always think, well, it doesn't matter if it's rainy. I'll still get all kinds of things done. But it still affects inside work when it's rainy because that affects going out to the van or going out to your garage and getting something. It affects staging outside. It affects so much when it's raining. Even on a project that's like 95% indoors, it affects yep. and it makes it hard to get something done. I've yep. always struggled with that. I've said every before, time, my to-do list. every time I go pick up sheet goods, I always <laughs> get stuck in rain now. Always. I, Do you really? Every single you know, time I hit rain. It's little things like that that make me just appreciate the Sprinter so much. Because oh, as yeah. of uh, until two years ago, I didn't really have that. I had the Chevy Express fan that I could fit plywood in, but it had to be almost emptied out from the tools to be able to fit it. But to be able to go now and get plywood and have not rain, because it always rains when you pick up plywood. It's like a rule. If if it doesn't rain, the sun will mess it up. The sun messes up the grain on the one sticking up. You know, it's like yeah, it, it, there's not a good thing about going picking up but it, that's a luxury. Well, the first thing Jason asked me when we went out Wednesday to pick up my plywood, I asked him like a couple of days before, is it, is it supposed to rain? I go, nope, it's supposed to be nice. It was a nice day. That's yeah, it was. Good. Did we do that Wednesday? Yes. Yeah. And it was yeah. nice. It was really nice. And shout out to Northwest for great prices. And Henry, the shop dog. That dog's massive, huh? Yeah. That thing is huge. So I hadn't been to Northwest probably in five, six years. And it was just like, I don't know why I don't buy here all the time. I love it. The people are nice. Prices are okay. You're right. Yeah. They were decent. I mean, I, yeah, they're, I'm, yeah, I'd that much burst, rather that buy bur- anything from there before I would buy anything from a home store. Yeah. Same. Uh, the, uh, that shop Birch paint grade was good. It was, I mean, it's, it's offshore. But it was good. What did I get that for? Seventy four bucks a sheet. Yeah, seventy two or seventy four. Yeah, and that half inch uh, MDF was uh, fifty one. Like, yeah, I thought That's it was hard. like 40, 40 something. No, fifty one. I looked at it. Well, I'm not. I'm not your account. You always get the good deals. That um. No, grade, they they don't have accounts there. The shop grade Chinese oh. <laughs> birch was like sixty five before COVID, and then yeah. it shot up to like ninety some, and now it's back down to the seventy range. Yeah. But that's good stuff. It has some voids in it, but that doesn't really matter usually. It still has a good finish on the front and back. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I'm just going to use it for, you know, some built-in something to do around the house. Marianne wants me to do a small closet in the basement after this. And then I think I'm going to start working on the master. But next spring, it looks like uh, the upstairs hardwood flooring. Nice. We're going to do carpet in all the bedrooms. But uh, the the loft, uh, a couple of closets, and that hallway upstairs into the um, uh, laundry room. I'm gonna do all hardwood. That's gonna be I'll good. probably do final in the uh, laundry room. We I, that's one of the things I love is we have that second floor laundry room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I need to do a folding area in there. It's decent size. Yeah, folding yeah. area. Clutch. Now, it, Nicole, and yeah. when I do it, it's always like sitting on the floor folding laundry. It's really annoying. Yep. But hey, how about 
what do you guys say we wrap this one up so we can talk a couple of things real quick? Yep. And then I get to go upstairs. Um, huge thank you to Bits, Bits, Bits and Bits, Bits, Bits Company. Yes. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, for supporting uh, our giveaway for the month of December. Three lucky they've, winners they've, will win $100 gift cards. You know what's really cool is they've always been there with us, too. Yes. Bits and we Bits. Thank you, Bits and Bits. We appreciate we it. We appreciate you. Yes. But that's it. Thank you, we'll everybody, see, for listening. See everybody next week. Oh, oh, next year. If you like this, next year, leave a review on Apple or Spotify. We appreciate yeah, and, it. And I checked not long ago, by the way, and people aren't listening to us on that. I think the last review was like 17 years ago. Yeah. It was something it was by like your great grandma. Yeah. Yeah. It was my great grandma right before she passed. She said, I love you. And she did. She did. It just says dot, dot, dot. That was the last yeah. we ever heard from her. Oh, my God. So I would really like for someone else to leave a review yes, because it's that's it tragic. It hurts to see that as the last it's, review. It's tragic. It is. It's like 2003. So come on, let's leave a review. <laughs> yes. Please. Oh, man. Well, thank Tell you, everybody. Folks. Hey, everybody. Happy holidays. Hey, everybody. Have a great and safe New Year's. That's right. See you next year. See Bye-bye. you next year. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.